Hello all, and welcome to the Next Generation Podcast. My name as always is Ryan, and on this episode will be the preview of the upcoming Formula 2 round in Azerbaijan. This will be the third round of the season for F2 for the 8 round championship. For you the listener, to give you a better understanding of Baku, it is the capital city of Azerbaijan, and is 28 metres, or 92 feet, below sea level. As a result of this, Baku holds two unique feats in that it is the lowest lying national capital in the world and the largest city in the world to be located below sea level. For some comparisons in relation to this with Baku, the capital of the Netherlands, Amsterdam, is the second lowest capital in the world at 2 metres or 7 feet below sea level. The previous round in Monaco is 0 metres and 0 feet below sea level. Bogota in Colombia... Quilto in Ecuador and La Paz in Bolivia are the three highest capitals in the world with Bogota being 2,625 metres or 8,612 feet above sea level, Quito being 2,850 metres or 9,350 feet above sea level and La Paz being the highest with it being 3,640 metres or 11,142 feet above sea level. With Baku's location, it lies on the western shore of the Caspian Sea, as well as the southern side of the Absin Peninsula, around the wide curving sweep of the Bay of Baku. Baku in ancient times had three names, in which were Atesi Bakwan, in which is translated to God's Fire, Badkub, which translates to Wind Pounded City, and Borki means God's Town. They had the world's first ever tanker ship named the Zoroaster in 1878 by Brothers Noble. Baku at the beginning of the 20th century produced more than half of the world's oil, 11 million tonnes or 212,000 barrels, 33,700 metres cubed of oil per day. Pretty impressive that. To end off the information about the place of Baku, the total area of it is 2,130 kilometers squared, or 820 square miles. Now onto the Baku city circuit. The distance of the circuit over one lap is 6.003 kilometers, or 3.73 miles, with a grand total of 20 corners throughout that really separate the brave and risk takers with that of the smart and calculated drivers that utilize the circuit to their own advantage without potentially crashing out and losing valuable points in the championship of whatever championship they are in. The lap record in GP2 was set by Antonio Giovinazzi during the sprint race with a 154.792 on lap 16. The lap record in F2 was set by Charles Leclerc during the sprint race for 153.635 on lap 17. Certain characteristics of the circuit are the 2.2km main straight that makes it one of the best overtaking opportunities on the track and the calendar with a DRS activation zone that really assists all the opportunities for the drivers to make an overtake in that specific section of the track. Importantly enough, funnily enough, It is also the longest part of track on any circuit on the calendar. Pretty darn impressive. The infamous castle section, also known as Turn 8, is a challenge to get right as with the narrow entry into the corner, the slightest error can 
not only sent a driver into the wall, but potentially blocked the circuit. Two cars into the corner will not absolutely work in any sense. Not at all. It is just a disaster waiting to happen. Don't be surprised if someone does crash in that section and brings out the red flag in qualifying, or potentially in the race. Or if it's less severe, then the safety car will come out. In fact, trying to remove stricken cars in that section under yellow flags or even a virtual safety car isn't necessarily the smartest thing to do for the marshals, even if it's at a reduced speed. What I just found out, like, today was the fact that they've taken a little bit of the curbing from that corner out to make it a bit of an easier entry into the corner, but it is still going to be worth seeing if anyone does crash in that section. As of this recording, F2 or, and GP2 have raced at Azerbaijan a total of four times as of 2019. With the last time they were at Baku, Nubahara Matsushita secured pole position with a 154.555. Jack Aiken for Campos won the feature race, and Nicholas Latifi for Dams won the sprint race. The podium finishes in the feature race was Jack Aiken in first for Campos, Nick DeFries in second for ART, and Jordan King in third for MP Motorsport. In the sprint race, in first was Nicholas Tifi for Dams, Juan Manuel Correa in second for Chavus, and Jack Aiken in third for Campos. The fastest lap in the feature race went to Nobuharu Matsushita for Carlin with a 156.778 on lap 25. The fastest lap in the sprint race went to Sergio Sete Camera for dams if a 157.941 on lap 19. Other winners at Baku in GP2 and F2 are current Alfa Romeo F1 team driver Antonio Giovinazzi, who in the inaugural round in Azerbaijan clean swept it for Prem of pole and victories in both the feature and sprint race. Current Ferrari driver and the 2017 FIA Formula 2 champion Charles Leclerc for Prama won the feature race in 2017 and Norman Nato for Arden won the sprint race that year as well. Current Red Bull reserve driver Alexander Albon won the feature race in 2018 for Dams and current Williams F1 team driver as well as the 2018 FIA Formula 2 champion George Russell won the sprint race that year. Giving you the overall rundown on how the race weekend based on the track time at Baku will be set out is that on Friday we'll have both practice and qualifying. Saturday we'll have the first sprint race of the weekend where the grid will be set from reverse in the top 10 qualifying and the second sprint race of the weekend where the grid will be set from reverse in the top 10 from the first sprint race. On Sunday we'll have the feature race where the grid will be set by the results in qualifying. With the duration of each of the three races that will be contested, the two sprint races will be 21 laps and 100 and 26.063 kilometers, round enough to the close kilometer, 126 kilometers in length. The feature race will be 29 laps and 174.087 kilometers, rounding that off, 174 kilometers in length. As of this recording, the weather forecast for the Formula 2 round at the Baku City Circuit on Friday will be mostly sunny with a high of 27 degrees Celsius and a low of 19 degrees Celsius. On Saturday, it will also it will be cloudy with the highest temperature going down by 1 degree at 26 degrees Celsius, but the lowest temperature will remain the same as it was the day before. On Sunday, it will also be cloudy, with the highest temperature remaining the same as it was on Saturday, 
but the lowest temperature will be slightly colder by 1 degree at 18 degrees Celsius. The driver and team lineup, so the third round of the FIA Formula 2 Championship at, ba at Baku, uh, for Prema, it is Robert Schwartzman of Russia and Oscar Piastri of Australia. For Yunai Virtuosi, it is Guan Yu Zhou of China and Felipe Drogovic of Brazil. For Carlin, it is Dan Tictum of England and Jahan Druvler of India. For High Tech, it is Teo Pocher of France and Christian Lagarde of Denmark. For MP Motorsport, it is Richard Vachor of the Netherlands and Lorenz and Deli of Germany. For Chiruz, it is Guilherme Samaya of Brazil and David Beckman of Germany. For HWA, it is Jack Aiken of the United Kingdom and Alessia Giletta of Italy. For Dams, it is Marcus Armstrong of New Zealand and Roy Nassani of Israel. For Trident, it is Marino Sato of Japan and Bent Viscal of the Netherlands. And for Campos, it is Ralph Bosch of Switzerland and Matteo Nannini of Italy. As you may have noticed, Gianluca Petakov isn't mentioned in the lineup with Campos. He unfortunately is out of a race seat due to financial reasons. As mentioned, in his place for Baku, at the very least, is Matteo Nannini, formerly of HWA in F2, he is still with HWA in F3. This is an incredibly tough break for Petakov, who coming into this year until he briefly had the Campos race seat for the Bahrain and Monaco rounds, had no plans for any form of racing set in 2021. This is despite the fact that he is the reigning Formula Regional European Champion, in which last year had current F3 drivers Arthur Leclerc, Oliver Rasmussen, Pierre-Louis Chauvet, Dennis Hauger for three rounds, and the aforementioned Nanini for one round, as well as current driver F2 driver Yuri Vips for three rounds. If there is any plus side in this situation, it is that he is still very young, Petrikov, and while it isn't at all ideal for him to be out of a race seat, with quite a lot of uncertainty on what he has planned for the rest of the season, if he does eventually get plans, I have a feeling he'll be back in the support category soon enough, that's for sure. It may seem really obvious to mention this, but it's still very much relevant to note because a lot of drivers have to deal with this in game race seats and all that. He most importantly has to find the financial backing first and foremost to be able to return but his time will eventually come. Mark my words on that. Before this episode comes to an end, the top 10 drivers and top 5 teams in their respective championships going into Baku are, in first is Guan Yu Zhou on 68 points. In second is Oscar Piastri on 52 points. In third, Teo Pacher on 47 points. In fourth, Dan Tictum on 38 points. Fifth, Liam Lawson on 36 points. In 6, Robert Schwartzman on 30 points. In 7, Felipe Drogovic on 29 points. 8th, Jahan Druvela on 29 points. 9th, Richard Vashore on 23 points. And in 10th, Huey Vips on 22 points. Now, the top 5 teams currently in the F2 Championship. In 1st is UNI Virtuosi on 97 points. In 2nd, Prema on 82 points. In 3rd, Carlin on 67 points. Fourth is ART on 63 points. And ran off the top five, it is High Tech on 58 points. As always, from me, thank you all so very much for listening to this episode of the Next Generation Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. And to the next episode, in which will be the review of the round, I'll wish you guys the absolute very best and see you all next time.